0: On today's show, we're talking about life not always being about sight loss. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio. and welcome to episode number 43 of the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that all of you are here today. If you are returning, you'll notice there's a little bit of a different sound in the background. There We're trying out some new theme music, and maybe we're going to overlay a a voiceover on top of it. Who knows? We're just having a good time. It's a brand new year. Happy 2018. I'm actually recording this in 2017, so it's a little weird to wish you a a new year, but hey, that's all right. Happy 2018. It's a new year, and we're going to try some new things on the podcast. Some of them might stick. Some of them might not, but... The point is we're going to try some new things and don't worry because all of the great features are still going to be here. They might have a new coat of paint, but all the great stuff coming at you uh, for you to discover life after sight loss. If you are new here, then welcome aboard and this will all just be trial run for stuff and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. So glad that all of you are here this week. Hope you had a great holiday season. I hope it was joyous and wonderful and packed with lots of Fun and family and food. So, anyway, it's 2018. We're going to have a great time. And today we're talking about life not always being about sight loss. So, it's a fun topic. It's going to be awesome. And I've got a new section called coaching corner where we're going to talk about technology today. And uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast a little differently because I'm going to get you involved with the conversation. So we got a lot of great stuff happening. Before we jump into it, as always, I want to remind you that you can find the show notes to today's episode, which includes links, conversation, information, and more. Just hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 043. That's lifeaftersightloss.com slash 043. And this is Coaching Corner. Now, for those of you who have listened to the podcast before, you know I always had a question of the week that I would answer. And this kind of takes the place of that And like I said, new coat of paint, that sort of thing. So Coaching Corner is deemed that because I offer... Coaching, sight loss coaching, emotional coaching, you know, relationship coaching, whatever you want to say. I offer coaching, and I'm trying to promote that a little more without it being sort of scummy and you know, <laughs> like shameful. Like, hey, give us some money, you know. I'm, but I'm trying to promote that, and so I thought we'd do a coaching corner. And on the coaching corner, I'm gonna have like a topic every week, or maybe a uh, a reference point that we'll talk about. And this one this week is technology. Somebody emailed me recently and asked about using voiceover with your voicemail on your iPhone. And it can be a bit tricky, so I want to talk about it for just a second. Because when you go in to open it, a lot of times you go to play it, you know, you open it, you double tap, you swipe right, and you open it, and you want to play, but it's coming out of the earpiece, and you got to get it to your ear, and sometimes voiceover's talking, and it's like, oh, what am I doing? So a couple of tips for you using voicemail on your iPhone. First of all, uh, swipe right far enough to where you get to where voiceover says speaker, and double tap on that and turn your speaker on. Now, this is not foolproof because... In my own trials, I found that sometimes it comes throughout the speaker and sometimes it doesn't. It just, I don't know why. Anyway, but try to turn speaker on first. Then when you go to play it you know, double tap to play and then immediately use two fingers and a single tap and that will pause the voiceover voice from talking. So that way you're not having to worry about listening to the voiceover and the voicemail at the same time. So again, two finger, single tap on the screen will pause your voiceover. And that's a really good tip just in general. If you're listening to something and you need to pause it and listen to somebody, you know, ask you a question, then you can single tap with two fingers again and it'll pick up where it left off. So good little tip there. But voice, excuse me, voicemail can be a bit tricky with voiceover, but if you're doing it, it's very, very accessible. There's just a little quirks like with anything else. So give it a shot, use that voicemail and, uh, you know, access the world. I know this is a bit weird because most people don't use voicemail anymore because they're like, what? I've got to listen to people talk. Why can't they just text me? (laughs) But it's a, it's a real thing. People might call you and leave a message. So if you want to access your voicemail with voiceover, use those couple of tips. Like I said, this is Coaching Corner, and if you're looking for some help, some support, some walking through different things, I want to just let you know that I offer that. You can go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash coaching and check out my coaching page and more information about that, where we can talk about technology, emotions, relationship, getting out and about, and all kinds of other great stuff. So go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash coaching. You know, I have so many uh, uh, likes or passions or things I enjoy in my life. I mean, you know, there's just all kinds of great things out there that I love to be part of and take part in. And here's the thing. A lot of those things have nothing to do with my sight loss. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, I think on this podcast and on my YouTube channel and and in a lot of ways, you know, forums and groups and stuff, we get so lost in the idea of talking about sight loss and how to deal with it. Now, yes, this podcast is focused on dealing with sight loss and discovering life after sight loss. I get it. You know, we're going to continue to talk about it. I'm not going to dump it. But I think that we get so caught up in the idea of sight loss that that's all we ever think about. And we get this idea that that's all my life is about now. It's about being visually impaired oh, I'm just visually impaired, and I can't do anything else, and now I only can think about being blind all the time. Look, here's the thing. Sight loss is going to be part of your life for the rest of your life, you know, minus a miracle or medical breakthrough. But... Because it is doesn't mean it overtakes your life. Yes, it's in the background of everything, and we're going to talk about that here in just a minute, but I wanted to talk about a few topics that weren't necessarily sight loss related. Now, why am I doing this on a podcast that talks about sight loss and discovering life after sight loss? Well, it's because I think I want you, it's because I think, no, it's because I want you to know that your life isn't 100% always about sight loss. Yes, sight loss is part of it, but it's not the only thing. So I thought I'd jump into a few topics that were, you know, just fun, interesting topics that we could talk about and you could think about and they're not sight loss related. But we'll see as we go through this that everything has sort of a haze of sight loss or a tinge of sight loss or a stroke of sight loss, whatever you want to say. It's sight loss is in the background, but I want to put all this other great information to the foreground. So let's jump into a few topics having nothing to do with sight loss. The first one is your favorite foods. I recently did a video about this a few weeks back and just basically talked about my favorite foods. Let me tell you a couple of mine. Uh, I love Italian food. I love Mexican food. I could probably eat Mexican food oh, almost every day uh, and Italian for that matter. Like, oh, my gosh, I love it. Um you know, I love a good hearty um, fried chicken and mashed potatoes. You know that kind of Americ- Americana food. I love a good cheeseburger. Um, if you've ever seen my videos, my physique would suggest that I love food. So it's <laughs> it's no shocker that I could talk about food. Um, you know, but I I love it. I love good going out to good restaurants. I mean, I love going out to Taco Bell. I mean, are you kidding me? I love it. Uh, so that's the thing. I love my foods, and I'm sure you guys have favorite foods as well. You're probably thinking of them right now. Maybe you like Italian or Mexican or whatever, and you're salivating going, "Mm, yes, that does sound good right now. Uh, But again, even with our favorite foods, we have that tinge of sight loss because then it comes to things like reading a menu at a restaurant, uh, trying to read a recipe and measure things and cook things and make sure things are done. So sight loss enters in to those kinds of topics. But I want to just kind of at the forefront remember, just what's your favorite food? What do you love to eat? What do you enjoy? What makes you smile when you put it in your mouth? You're like, mmm, this tastes so good. Like, it just, it's wonderful. Maybe you love Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you love eating pizza, cold pizza on, oh, i tell you what, cold pizza, I, look, it sounds weird, I know, especially if you're in another country and, and that's weird. Cold pizza is not a thing. is not a thing. Look, cold pizza, uh, the next morning, uh, certain restaurants, oh, it's super good. I remember in college, I'd get up and eat cold pizza. Oh, it was good. But I digress. The point is, foods, our favorite foods, they don't necessarily have to have anything to do with sight loss. Next up is our taste in music. Now, being from the Midwest, I do like country music. My apologies if you have just lost three points of uh, respect for me. But <laughs> I love country music. Um, I like uh, show tunes. I, I have a theater background, so I love a good show tune. I can't deny that. Um, I like a lot of different music. Honestly. You know how people say that? You say, what's your favorite music? Inevitably, people say, I like a lot of different music. And that's not really true. Nobody likes a lot of different music. Uh, you might have some favorite songs or or whatever but I don't think anybody's like I love every kind of music because if you like country music you probably don't like you know some other kind of music or if you like rock and roll you don't like that you know what I mean so I'm not saying you can't possibly like lots of different music but you probably have your favorites and that's what we're talking about today what's your favorite kind of music uh, again I love different kinds of music uh, maybe some Elton John you know from the seven 60s 70s I, I love the Beatles who doesn't love the Beatles right the Beatles are great um, you know I I like that kind of stuff. I love some oldies. I love the 80s because 80s is good. Uh, but maybe you have your favorite music. And again, blindness plays into this a little bit. And you might think music, how does blindness play into this? But accessing music, you know, reading a, a CD. Of course, we don't use CDs much anymore. If you're you know, super young, you're probably like, what's a CD? But, uh, you know, accessing those things, access to music has gotten a lot easier through digital formats, you know, using your iPhone, your Android, stuff like that. So that's, you know, that's really helpful. But what a, what a, what, a, what a, oh, no edits. Here we go. Music, <laughs> music is one of those things that's very subjective. You might love a certain type of music and hate another type, but again, music, listening to it and enjoying it doesn't always have anything to do with sight loss. Next up, we're talking about sports. What's your favorite sports team? Now, I am not a huge sports person. I'll just go ahead and admit that freely. I've always been more into theater and music and the arts and things like that. And that's not to say that somebody who's in, interested in theater can't be interested in sports, or vice versa. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying for me, my own personal stuff, I've never been a huge sports person. Although I live in a town that has a team, I you know live in an area where we support sports and. That's that sort of thing. And so, you know, you kind of have to have a little bit of knowledge. So you got to have favorite, you know, football, basketball, whatever the case is. Right now, at the time of this recording, my son's really into ice hockey, and he really likes the Edmonton Oilers because of Connor McDavid. And I don't know much about that guy, but apparently he's really good. I told my son that he's no Wayne Gretzky, but uh, my son really didn't know who Wayne Gretzky was, which made me weep uncontrollably. So that, <laughs> that was sad. Um, but, you know, he's really into that. So we we're picking our favorite teams and cheering for sports and, and uh, that sort of thing. It's really about the camaraderie of joining together and enjoying things and and the wins and the losses and the ups and the downs and that sort of thing. Yes, sight loss does come into this because watching a game can be difficult. You know, Getting that play-by-play is really important and maybe going to a game can be somewhat difficult and things like that. But cheering your favorite team, supporting your team, talking about it, knowing the stats, all that sort of thing, you know what? That really doesn't have anything to do with sight loss. Next up, we're talking about building relationships with people. Now, yes, you might say, "Yeah, well, sight loss has affected my relationships. Uh, sight loss has affected how I build relationships." Okay, that's fair. I'm I'm going to give you that one. That is a fair argument to say in this situation. But I will say this: that the people that have known me after I've lost my sight, my sight loss, my visual impairment has never been a big issue or a big thing in the midst of my friendship. Now, I will admit that I'm a very social person. I love connecting with people. I love to talk to people and, and go to people's houses and you know whatever. I like that. And the sight loss is just a back burner kind of thing. Yeah, they might have to come pick me up for an event. Yeah, they might have to read a menu when we go out to lunch. Yeah, they might have to do those kinds of things, but the sight loss isn't the forefront of my relationships. And building those relationships, it's not about me being blind. You know, we might talk about it when it comes to, uh, I don't know, Let me here's a good example. So, for example, my wife, I uh, had to buy her Christmas presents, obviously, you know, because it was Christmas. And so, I had a really good friend who took me out to to help buy some Christmas presents for my wife. And so we've done this the last few years. You know, they took me, we went to the store, they helped me pick out some certain gifts and say, oh yeah, that says this, or go with the prices. But again, the relationships we were building at the time, you know, really, uh, this person is a really good friend of mine and of my wife's, and so they know me and my wife really well. And so the point is... That wasn't about sight loss. Yes, the drive over there. Yes, the pointing out the prices. Yes, the picking out the colors. That was because I had low vision. But the part of my relationship with this person, it wasn't about sight loss. So I just want to encourage you that building relationships, whether it's your spouse, your kids, your friends, it's not always about being visually impaired or about your sight loss. And finally, this one is very subjective as well, but it's your sense of humor. Now, I love to laugh. I don't know if that comes across on the podcast. I hope so. But I love to laugh. I love to entertain and hear good jokes, tell good jokes. You know, I have a weird sense of humor. I'm a Monty Python kind of person, you know, and whatever. And my uh, wife and I don't have the same sense of humor, so she doesn't often find me funny. That's probably more because she's my wife than anything else. But <laughs> the point is, we have different sense of humor. You know, we find certain things funny. Now, yes, our sight loss can affect that if there's something funny that we can't see. You know, I often uh, used to say that um, when people were laughing around me, I'm like, is this a sighted thing? You know, is this something I'm not included in? And it was a joke, but it was kind of a joke to ease the tension a little bit because it probably was a sighted thing. But when we laugh, when we enjoy ourselves, when things are humorous, that almost helps us forget for a few moments about the sight loss, especially if the sight loss is recent. And so, you know what? We have to take a few minutes and just laugh and enjoy and and you know find things that are funny and laugh at them because face it in the world we live in sometimes things aren't that funny and so we have to find those moments that are and our sense of humor you know it just doesn't have that much to do with sight loss now i hope these five things have not given you the impression that i'm saying that hey forget your sight loss and move on to something else because that's not what i'm saying What I am saying is this. Things like your favorite foods, things like your favorite sports team, things like, you know, building relationships with people. We tend to think the, the sight loss first. You know, well, what's, hey, we're going to go out to dinner. What, where do you want to go? Well, we tend to get that notion, especially in, in the recent moments of sight loss. We're going to dinner. What does that mean? Okay, I've got to somehow walk out of the house. i got to find my way to the restaurant. i got to read the menu, which I can't do. I won't be able to see my food. What if I knock over a drink because I can't see the cup? We think that first. Or when it comes to your favorite sports team, again, it's like, hey, uh, the game's on. You want to go down to the bar and check it out? We automatically go to. Well, I can't see the game because I'm too far away from the television, or I'm too visually impaired to even see the game. Uh, you know, what if I'm sitting at the bar and and something happens and everybody's cheering and I won't know what happens and then the person next to me won't tell me because they forget and then they're involved in something and then what if I knock over a drink because I can't see the cup? That seems to be reoccurring, doesn't it? <laughs> that's a fear I have. I don't know about you, but. That we, we go to that first, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Life, fullness of life isn't about sight loss. Yes, you have to take all those things into consideration. I get it. I'm not suggesting you don't, and I'm not suggesting that it's never going to bother you again. All I'm saying is, when we have things in our life that isn't about sight loss, we need to embrace those and enjoy those Or, you know, we're going to get lost in the sight loss all the time. And if you've just recently lost your sight and you're listening to this and you're like, look, you don't understand, but I get it. I really do. Because I was, you know, a person who recently lost my sight, you know, three, four, six months, a year. I was right in the throes of things. I mean, I went through a great uh, and, and I use the word great, not as a good thing. Great meaning as a big depression in, uh, you know, within the first um, year of my sight loss. And so I just want you to know that I understand that. And that's the reason I tell you that is because that I get it. But I also know that there are so many other great things in life that don't have anything to do with sight loss. Sure, that tinge of sight loss is there, but there are so many things to enjoy, to laugh about, to smile, to cheer on, and to taste (laughs) that don't have anything to do with you being visually impaired. All right, guys, every week I always say I love to hear from you. I love it. I really do. I enjoy it so much. And so to that end, I've got another way for you to get in touch with me. We talk about sending me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com. And I love to get emails. I get them almost every week from different people asking questions and comments and all kinds of great stuff. So continue to send me emails. I talk about sending me a tweet at the Derek Daniel that's my Twitter handle at the Derek Daniel and I'd love to hear from you on Twitter that'd be wonderful but I also love to hear literally hear from you and so I've created a voicemail line so that voicemail line number is this are you ready writing a pencil got a pencil writing it down writing a pencil is that what I said writing with a (laughs) forget it writing with a pencil writing with a pen got it typing out here we go ready here's the number 317-721-1027. Again, that number is 317-721-1027. And I'm going to have it in the show notes, for this episode, as well as every show notes here to come, just in case you forget it. Again, it's 317 721 1027. Now, just a couple of things to keep in mind as you call this, this is a voicemail line only, and it means I'm not going to answer the phone. It's going to go straight to voicemail. Uh, when you leave a voicemail, be prepared with what you're going to say. All right. Don't be like, boohoo, I don't know. Let me spend 10 minutes because you're only going to have a certain amount of time with a voicemail line. So be prepared. Uh, I will take some of these and put them on the podcast. So, if you want to be featured on the podcast, go ahead and say that in the thing. Be like, hey, this is for the podcast. And then say something like, you know, hey, Derek, this is Joe and and your question. And that also, I want you to introduce yourself. You know, hey, this is Joe or this is Mary or this is whatever. You don't have to say your full name or you can say your name and where you're from, whatever you want to do. You know, and hey, we want to hear from you. So, send me those voicemails. I'll feature them on the podcast. I'll listen to them. I'll connect with you guys. It's a great way to do it. So email, tweet me, and now send me those lovely, lovely voicemails. Well, if you're new here, then you have no idea what's coming towards the end of the podcast. But if you're returning, you know, I usually end the podcast with my word of the week. I pick out one word and give it to you. Well, now... I want to start more of a conversation. I just talked about sending me a voicemail or an email or whatever, and I thought, you know what? I want to give you a little primer, a little, hey, a little push in in that direction. So instead of just the word of the week, I'm going to give you a question at the end of every episode and have you answer that question in any way you want to do it. So it's kind of like saying it's your turn. You've listened to me talk at you for the last however long. Now it's your turn to talk to me. So the question this week is very simple. It is this. What is one area of your life where sight loss truly takes a back seat? Now, I'm not saying sight loss goes away, and I'm not saying you don't ever think about it. I'm saying it takes a back seat. It's one of those moments where it's like, I'm enjoying this thoroughly. Yes, I had to do some things with sight loss, but I truly enjoy this. One of those things for me is I love going out to eat. It's just again, I'm talking about food, right? But I love going out to eat, and so when I go to a restaurant, sure, I've got to have help with the menu, or I've got a, you know, maybe a little help with salt and pepper or wherever that is. But it takes a back seat; it does not um, present a huge issue for me other things I can't say that about, but going to a restaurant, especially with somebody I love, like my wife or good friends, it's just a wonderful time. So it truly takes a backseat. So the question I'd love for you to answer and send back to me is what area of your life does sight loss truly take a back seat? Let me hear from you and I'll feature your answers on an upcoming episode of the podcast. <laughs> And that brings us round to the end of the yellow brick road. I just want to say a big thank you for listening. And as we go out the door here, don't forget a couple of things. First of all, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure that you do that. If you're new here, you can just go to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 043, and that'll help you subscribe. There's buttons there for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. You can hit the button if you're on an Android phone, wherever you want to subscribe. I would love for you to do that. And that way you won't miss another single episode. And What's better than that? It's free and keeps me coming into your mobile device or your computer or wherever each and every week. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And like I said, don't forget to connect with me if you've got questions about anything in today's episode. If you got a comment, if you want to answer the question of the week, you can send me an email, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com, tweet me at the Derek Daniel, or send me that voicemail at 317-721-1027. And that is going to do it for me this week. Hey, I want to say a huge, huge thank you to all of you who are continuing to listen to the podcast. I so, so appreciate it. I'm looking forward to a great 2018 with Life After Sight Loss Radio, and I hope that you are as well. Hey, don't forget that all the information found in today's podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area thank you again for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com and I'll see all of you in the next one.